WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Welcome back to Scotty and Goss. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specialist. Our next guest, Fremantle's Head of Player Personnel, David Walls, joins us because uh, trade time is right oh, on our doorstep. Doesn't he step up at this time mm, of year? The draft too. not too far away. David, appreciate your time. Good morning. Uh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Good ha- to uh, hear from you, Tim yeah, Scotty. Yeah, likewise. Uh, hey, how active are you going to be? What, what are you going to do uh, with your list and, uh, and what's going to happen with Fremantle over the next uh, couple of weeks? Yeah, I don't, we're not going to be big players in this year's trade or draft. So, um, yeah, on the back of last year where we had quite significant change both through the, the trade period and draft, this year will be a nice year to be able to bet it down and uh, have have the list mature together. So, um, obviously, we've got Liam Henry, who's requested a trade to the Saints. Um, so, we've got to work through that. Um, but, yeah, we've been pretty minimal with the listings and um, I think we'll only have three picks in the in the national draft, so it'll be quite a light year. Oh, it really sound like you're doing much then, Wolsey. Um, what have you been doing all year? Well, I think after last year, when we had the, uh, the <laughs> eight players, you know, sort of five out, three in, uh, I thought I'd better put the feet up. For <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Hey, mate, you, you're always going to be asked a question, and we have to ask a question too. We spoke about it yesterday with Mick Ablett. Sean Darcy, is there any way, shape or form that he wouldn't be at your football club next year? Oh, no, no, I think he's definitely going to be at uh, Fremantle next year. No question at all about that. Um, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, we're, we're working through an extension for him. He's obviously going to be a free agent at the end of next year. Um, we've we've started discussions and, yeah, every, every conversation we've had and every indication um, and behaviour from Sean, his manager, his family, all, uh, all indicates he's in for the long haul. So I'm confident that we'll be able to get it done. But um, we're still early stages of, of the extension. But, yeah, he'll he'll be with us next year for sure. Well, we see Aaron Norton signed a 24-year deal with huh. the Western Bulldogs. So Sean Darcy must be keen, looking forward to playing until he's 45 down at Fremantle. But on a serious note in regards to that, Wolsey, where did the story yeah. emanate from? Because, I mean, there is so much chatter. And it's not just media chatter. Everyone goes, oh, the media's driving this. There are people who know people who know people, and you know the footy industry better than most. Why is there chatter yeah. about Sean Darcy's tenure at Fremantle? Why will it not go away? I think maybe maybe the combination of yeah, Luke Jackson coming in and seeing him as a ruck, um, and then also the fact that Sean's from, I guess, Western District of Victoria. Um, he lived at Geelong, played the Geelong Falcons, and um, I guess there's been perceived that they need a, a ruckman. Um, so I think people just linking the two but honestly uh, even his family say the same thing to me they live in Barwon Heads and they say they get stopped every day in the street um, yeah asking about Sean and what he's doing and is he is he moving back to Victoria and yeah it's hard to put a put a finger on but um, I'd, I'd put it down to those two things. Well Z, with Luke Jackson has it changed the or has, has your mentality or your thought process changed on where his best football is because there's no doubt at all he came in and I'm assuming you were hoping that he was going to be a, a forward or that he was going to come in and fix the, the holes that was in that forward line. Now, 
that appears that well, one, he doesn't want to be a forward, and two, that's not going to work, and he's much, much better in the ruck. So has it changed the the whole thought process of your list and the handling of Sean Darcy and Luke Jackson? Uh, not, not really. Um, Luke, Luke's happy to play anywhere. Like he, he's happy, and I, I think he wants to play everywhere at once too. So he's, <laughs> you know, he, he's happy to play, go in the ruck, be a midfielder, just do what he needs to do. But. Um, well, even even look at like champion data, and they track game time. Sean Sean rucked uh, had more time in the ruck in the games he played this year than any other season he's had previously. Um, so it didn't didn't impact Sean's ruck time, um, and we're just going to try keep them on the ground a little bit longer as well, shorter rotations and, and less interchange time, so that game time's up. But I, I really see uh, and saw growth uh, in Luke with his with his forward craft. Um, I think he's just going to take that to another level too and I think you just see in games you do need those 199, 200 centimetre key forwards, 100 kilo that can take you know the, the Sam Taylors, the Weederings, like these monsters down back and what we're really excited and confident in, in what Jai Amos and Josh Tracy are doing as, mm. as young key forwards but they're key forwards that are 194, 195 I think having Luke down there for that long long entry, bailout kick to give a real contest and then be good at ground level and, and put pressure on um, is just invaluable. So I, I just see him, and we saw it in the Sydney game throughout the year when the three of them were in the same forward line and it clicked just where it's going. And I think another summer of working together and cohesion, um, yeah, we'll see further improvements from from that forward line. Some quick fire ones for you, Wolsey. Will Brody, three years to run, I'm led to believe, on a contract, played a lot at Peel, uh, did some really good things down at Peel, couldn't break into the team towards the end. You're not the coach, so selecting him is not your issue. Has there been any talk and any phone call from anyone about somehow getting Will Brody out of Fremantle to a club that where he will play AFL football? Uh, no, there hasn't. No, there hasn't. But we still expect Will to play a lot of footy for us in those next three years. Um, and I think it's an important summer for him to, um, you know, obviously had a big first year with us uh, and then came back in pre-season two, a few niggles and interruptions. Um, and I think he's a player that needs a full pre-season that he'll have his break, but he'll come back in really good shape, big summer, and I'm sure he'll be back in the team next year. And Joel Hamling's the other who's got a year being offered. I'm led to believe Sydney are believed to be keen to get him there. What's your vibe today in regards to the future of Joel Hamling at Frio? Uh, I heard from his manager, Colin Young, last night. So he said that we'll have an answer today. Uh, he's got a bit to work through. We've got an offer uh, on the table for him. Um, would love Joel to continue his footy with us. Um, but, yeah, he's he's got a few things to weigh up and look at and see if he can, you know, find, uh, I guess, uh, extra security and, and, I guess, also opportunity as well. He's played a fair bit of footy down at Peel the last two years. Um, so I think he's just looking at all his options. Um, I think ideally he'd like to stay at Fremantle, but he needs to look at what's out there, um, you know, based on what's what's gone on the last couple of years. So did Colin Young ask you for an extra year for Joel Hamling to shore that up and to, to stave off Sydney? Is that sort of how that conversation went last night? Uh, he had, no, he hasn't asked. <laughs> I love his short, sharp answers, means I don't want to answer that one. It's off, course. I did ask for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, do you find you, you said you're not going to be busy, obviously, in trade period or you have your draft picks, but uh, you're trying to obviously get down the order a little bit uh, with your draft picks, maybe through the use of Liam Henry? Yeah, yeah, we'll explore everything. But, yeah, you're spot on. 
Like you, you just want to get, um, you know, as early a pick as you possibly can get. Um, so um, we've actually just come from Ligon Street uh, after a meeting with Sauce. So we're early, early days in the uh, in the negotiation. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's a real goal of ours is to push up the order and you know try to just keep adding quality to the list. So um, we've we've invested heavily in Liam. Um, you know, right from a young age, like guys like Tendai Mazungu and Roger Hayden did a great job. You know, from the age of 15, developing Liam, and yeah, after 43 games in in four years, it's like he's done his apprenticeship and he's just mm. just starting to mature as a player. And we saw that in the back half of the year. So, well, we're really disappointed to lose him. We think he's a quality player, and we're, we're just got to make sure that we get get value for him um, and something that that we can use to be compensated. So. Um, and, and like you mentioned, getting up the order is is yeah high on the list. I imagine that does tick you off. And good to see Soss still doing deals on Ligon Street too. He's uh, just uh, stays in his home ground where he does his best work. Hey uh, Wolsey, what do you what do you need? What do you need more than anything out of this draft? Uh, I reckon really what we'd love to be adding is talent in the front half. Um, like I feel like yeah, rucks, mids, the back line sorted, but it's just. Um, yeah, just, just keep adding talent in the front half, whether it, um, yeah, key position, but also you know, mid-size, smalls, um, just just guys are pretty dynamic that can that can hit the scoreboard. So, um, yeah, I think you see that in the grand final with Bobby Hill and parts like that. Just just players that can create and, and hit the scoreboard, and, and those those highly talented front half players um, is is what we've got our eyes on. Did you hover around Aaron Norton? A little bit, uh, and and this probably sped up the Bulldogs' long signing of Norton. We made we made light of it earlier, or I made light of it earlier in the conversation. But sure. did you did you inquire about him? I mean, he comes out of uh, goes into free agency next year. Did you have him on your radar? And has that sort of been snuffed out now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, Andrew McDougall, um, the corporate sports is his manager. Um, we're always asking questions about the West Australians and. Obviously, the quality ones and their situation, and the you know, possibility of getting them back to WA. So, uh, we we had basically from day one been been monitoring uh, monitoring uh, North, um, but yeah, as it progressed, and really in the last six months, they they sort of started to make it clear that um, they thought that he'd stay at the Western Bulldogs. So there was a period there where I think yeah, he. he was thinking about it, and you know, when you sign this contract, it's like our guys and, and Sean Darcy. When you sign the first one or two, you're on a you're really on an adventure at that stage of your career. But when you're 25 and then you're signing for these six or, or eight year contracts, that's that's when you become a, a West Australian or a Victorian. Um, so yeah, when it when it went quiet in the last six months, we knew that um, yeah that that Aaron was pretty committed to the Bulldogs. And last one, any 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 conversation about Clayton Oliver. And we all say that, you know, if he go, if he leaves, there's five clubs keen on him. Adelaide are the front runners. They mm. look like can do the best deal. It looks like you probably don't have any uh, any chips on the table to regards to get him, but would you even sure. entertain the thought? How good would he make Brayshaw and Sarong? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, obviously he's a quality player. When you look at his resume, it's um, as good as anyone at his age. Um, but look, everything came yesterday as a surprise. Like we've caught up with Melbourne, um, you know, caught up with Clayton's manager. Nothing had ever been mentioned, so we haven't had a conversation at all. Um, but as far as far as I know, he's he's a Melbourne player and will be staying there. Um, 
based on the conversations we've had. But, yeah, you, you explore everything, that's for sure. Mm, very good. Uh, mate, appreciate your time. Uh, always very open and honest. Uh, all the very best trying to get up that draft order and get something done for, for Liam Henry. Thanks for joining us. No, no worries. Appreciate it. He's Thanks a good man. Me. David Walls joining yeah, one us of the, the great Fremantle Football Club. Yeah, he certainly is. Let's get a breakaway because Matt Flynn is coming to the West Coast Eagles. He's nominated the Eagles. He'll be part of the uh, early trade. He'll be coming across to West Coast and uh, he's uh, nominated West Coast. We're going to be chatting to him next, the GWS Ruckman. Soon do come across to WA. And Gilly after seven talking World Cup.